Welcome to our podcast with Jana Nunez and Arena Capitula. Our purpose is to equip and empower others by sharing real life stories. Okay, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. All right, here we are. Here we are <laughs> after so many months of taking a break. We are yeah. back. It's been a while. Didn't feel like a while, but then it did feel like a while. <laughs> I know. It feels like it just flew by, but at the same yeah. time, it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We had a lot of cutting out. We had a lot of changes that we both kind of have been going through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's start. We decided to name this episode Navigating Through Seasons of Change. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot of changes. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll start. Yes. So let's see. I think the last time I recorded was in April. Mm-hmm. So May was my daughter turned 18, which, you know, that wasn't really sad for me. <laughs> that was more like, <laughs> yay, you did it. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. And then June, she graduated. And again, wasn't super sad um, because, again, I'm just proud, mm-hmm. you know, and happy that we got to that point. And then July, which was last month, we moved her to college. And that was so sad. (laughs) I was telling people, I feel like I saved all of my tears for that. Yeah. Um, I was doing pretty good until the Sunday before we moved her. And um, our worship team played um, You Hold It All Together. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they started playing that, I was like, I could not hold the tears. And, but it was also a perfect song for her. You know, it's perfect mm-hmm. for any kind of change. So if you are going yeah. through change, you know, I recommend that song. I want to say it's by Maverick City, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. So I went up with her a few days early. Um, she had, like, orientation and testing. And um, then went to her apartment. We got to clean it because it was really dirty. Mm-hmm. Met some of her roommates, which was always nice for a mom. Yeah. To know who your kid's living with. Um, and then my husband and the rest of the kids went up um, that Friday. And so we got her settled in. My parents went up and were, you know, helping us just getting everything all, all put together and went to Ikea, of course, <laughs> and got some more things, got her fully stocked on, you know, food and drinks and all the things. And so when we left, it actually was really nice because I felt like, okay, I know she's good. Like, I know she has everything she needs. I mean, we got her, like, medicine, which was my mom's idea. Mm -hmm. Um, We got her medicine, and she's like, just in case, you know. And I'm like, she will not get sick. Like, are you kidding me? And then (laughs) two days after we left, she got super sick. (laughs) Um, But I think if there's a lesson to learn in it was God's always good, you know. And Mm -hmm. as much as I knew that, I definitely feel like it, it put me in a deeper, a deeper level of faith. Wow. Because when I tell you, when I yeah. got back, I cried myself to sleep that first night. Well, oh me and gosh. I think my husband yeah. did. Like, we just <laughs> cried a lot. Um, and my son, my oldest son, had a really hard time with it, too. And I remember, like, no, I knew, like, okay, God, I know you have her in your hands. I know, all, I know this. Like, mm-hmm. I know she's going to be good. I know she'll make it through. But it's like you have this feeling of, like, the person that you've been with for 18 years is all of a sudden just gone. Yeah. You know, and she's, I mean, I'm sure she misses us too. Yeah. (laughs) 
but you know she's so busy i mean she's she's moving on like she she loves it she has an amazing roommate that she clicked with before we even left um we went and checked out a church there and she texted me that morning she's like hey just so you know you know my roommate's gonna go with us and i'm like of course you know it's awesome so she went with us to church um but yeah i feel like when you move a child to college I guess for me, I thought it was, like, I knew it was going to be sad because, like, oh, there goes your baby, you know. But it was more of, I felt it more, I think, when I came back because it was, like, knowing that, you know, she's not coming home tonight. Knowing that you have to trust that she's making the right decisions. Being so happy, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud of her. You know, she's doing what she loves. And then all of a sudden feeling like you lost someone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just, like, all these emotions Um, and so I did, I took a couple days of just like, I just need my time to (laughs) cry it out, you know, go to God and say, okay, God, I, I know I trust you, but I need you to prove it to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of need you to show me like some signs here. So one of the really cool things that happened was when we were up there, I don't even know if I shared this with you, but we were up there and, um, you know, like you're so into like buying her all the things that she wants. So we went over budget about $2,000. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) and but I knew like I I told my husband you know I would you know we would kind of talk and he's like if it's gonna make you feel good yeah you know we'll figure it out and so we went over about 2000 and I remember we were coming home and I'm like okay God like you you knew this was in my heart like you knew that we had to get these things for her you know because it was just like I mean we had to get her a vacuum you know Mm -hmm. like there were certain things that you know the roommate said oh no like we have those here, and so we kind of depended on it, but then once we saw them, you know, Trin was like, uh, we need to get my own, you know, and so, um, that kind of thing, and so we got back, and Monday morning, my husband gets a phone call from, um, from the insurance place, because he got in a car accident, like, months ago, I mean, how long ago was that? It was, like, six months ago or something, mm-hmm. and he got a phone call, and they were like, hey, you know, just so you know, we put in $2,000 in your account, because of the hours that you missed for work. Wow. And we were like, what? And he was, so he like called me and he's like, I didn't even know they were going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. That was for me, that was God saying, yeah, I got your kid, you know, wow. I got it. And so anyways, I would say if you're going through some, tra- some transition, one, be, <laughs> be honest with yourself, you know, no, it's okay to feel all of the emotions. No, it's okay That's to feel good. sad. It's okay to feel happy. Yeah. It's okay to grieve the loss of someone that you raised for 18 years and then all of a sudden they're gone, mm-hmm. but you can't stay there. Yeah. You know, that was the thing I knew. I knew I couldn't, I couldn't just lay in bed and be like, oh, my poor baby's yeah. gone. I'm never going to see her again, you know, and start getting in my emotions yeah. and yeah. stay in my emotions. I knew that it was like, okay, I'm really, really sad because I know she's not going to be here tonight, but I also know that she, I'll see her in a couple weeks. Yeah. I also, I mean, we FaceTimed every night. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's like one of those things. So I think just recognizing your feelings, but also knowing you can't stay in them. Yeah, that's good. Well, it just makes me think, too. You know, we always say we trust God yes. with our kids. I think that this is like the ultimate trust fall. You know, totally. like you're just like, OK, yeah. I'm really trusting you, God, you know. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful place of surrender, you know, that knowing that actually God loves my kids so much more than I do and he's going to take care of my kid you know so that's awesome yeah yeah I think with like in your case I remember talking to you it's just one of those things where it's like okay 
<laughs> you know that your child is alive and well. Yeah. But it feels like they're gone, you know? It does, it's yeah. It's just the craziest it's feeling. It's so wild. Yeah. Like, and that was, I mean, I mean, I remember telling you, I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it because mm-hmm. you literally feel all of the emotions. Wow. <laughs> like, you feel sad. You feel like you mm-hmm. lost someone, but you know that they didn't lose yeah. them. <laughs> you feel, like, so happy and proud. You feel excited for what they're walking mm-hmm. through, that they, you know, the things that are ahead. You see the future. You know the prophetic words. You know that God's you got them. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to feeling sad. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like this weird, you know. Um, but I, I also want people to know that it does get better. Yeah. I think the first few days, like, I was pretty sad, yeah. you know. And I was yeah. I was actually okay with it. Um. Even though I will, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't remember anyone telling me, like, I remember people saying, like, oh, you just wait. Just wait till you take them. Just wait till you take yeah. them to college, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay, I know. I'm probably going to be really sad. But I didn't, nobody actually told me, like, these are the feelings you're going to have. You're going to have all these emotions, you know? And so the first few days, I just was trying to figure it out. Like, how do you have these emotions and trust God, mm-hmm. you know? So, but then as the days went on, it was more of waves would come, you yeah. know, where all of a sudden I'd be at work and I'd be like, oh, I miss you, you yeah. know, and my boss was Aww. really good. She'd always be like, if you need to go take a couple minutes of cry, it's okay. You know? <laughs> um, and then I would call her, you know, right when I get off work or whatever, and we would talk and then all of a sudden it was like, you know what? Like, she's good. Mm-hmm. Um, she did get hurt her second day of practice. Oh and gosh, so she so had true. to go to the emergency room. She went to urgent care and I felt pretty good. I was like, okay, you can go to urgent care mm-hmm. by yourself. I don't feel pretty, I don't feel guilty about that. And then she calls me and she's like, mom, they're telling me I have to go straight to the ER. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she had to go to the ER, which is literally across the street. Mm-hmm. And um, she hurt her sternum. And so they were pretty concerned. And then they did all the tests and we were just praying because we were like, yeah. In Jesus' name, nothing can be broken mm-hmm. because then that's a whole other recovery yeah. and she'd miss her whole season, you know. And so um, she got done and they said, nope, looks like it just, it, she's, they said it seemed as if she had just gotten a really bad car accident, mm-hmm. but it was just bruised. Yeah. And so she was fine. And I was like, okay, you yeah. know, that just gives everyone a peace of mind. Yeah. Then she was super sick. And so she had sore throat, fever <laughs> and all that. So then she was in bed. And then one of the nights, and again, this is God coming through, is one of the nights she texts me, and she said, Mom, I need more prayer or something because this isn't working. And so I sent her a prayer, and then I said, you know what? You pray. Wow. Like, yeah. you can command things to leave your body and leave your apartment, and you can declare health mm-hmm. over yourself. Put worship music on, you know? And she was like, trust me when I say I've only been listening to worship music. <laughs> <laughs> And so, again, it's like, okay, God, like, you know, as much as I was super sad that she was sick, Mm -hmm. I was like, you also know what it takes to point her back to you. Mm -hmm. So not that he did it, right? But he knows knows that it's okay to allow her to go through certain things, just Mm -hmm. as parents, right? Mm -hmm. So that she will go back to him. Yeah. Focus on him. Well, it's just awesome because I think that anytime you go through a season of transition, it automatically equals growth. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's the cool part. Um, But I feel like it's as long as you actually allow yourself to go through that growth, to go through that pain, you know, the growing pains of acknowledging that like, okay, this is the reality and stretching sometimes hurts, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're not trying to just 
you know, pretend like everything is great and right. it's fine, you know, and right. suppress your emotions and all of that. But you actually allow yourself to to go through that and feel all that yeah. and let God show you and teach you all yeah. of those, you know, all of those things. So that's, that's awesome. And that was one of the things I didn't want to do is I didn't want, you know, people would message me or be like, Hey, you know, what can we do? I'm like, pray. Yeah. <laughs> like, please yeah. pray for me. Cause <laughs> this is hard. You know, yeah. I didn't want to be like, Oh, God's got her. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like no big deal. Even yeah. though I knew it was true, there was still a part of my heart that still needed prayer yeah. and I still needed to be honest about it. You know, exactly. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So now you're about to have a baby. I am. I am like in a whole new season <laughs> of transition in so many different areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for us, the last time we talked, I was sharing how we had our house on the market that we were building. Well, we moved into the house. We're actually in our basement right now. <laughs> Tim Ross, we are in the basement. <laughs> Me and Jen are officially qualified to be on your podcast. Come on. <laughs> um, so we moved in, and I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's it. We're here. You know, because I told my husband that the deadline is, like, the deadline of pulling the house of the mar- off of the market is when we move, we move in. Like, yeah. that was the agreement I had with him. I must have missed the mark with God. <laughs> I forgot to ask him when we yeah. should take the house off the market. So the house is back on the market. So we've been here, what, three months? Yeah. Yeah. So so that's been like, you know, similar thing. Like mm-hmm. I had to kind of go through all the motions, you know, because we moved yeah. in and it's amazing. And, you know, like now we have so many, like we had trans, the first thing we had here yeah. was trans birthday party, uh-huh. you know, and I, I love having parties I love hosting like I love that and so you know going through all the motions of like okay now I'm creating memories here and the house is back on the market and it was the same thing like you know I mean yes I'm trusting God but I I did I had to grieve like Mm -hmm. okay you know like he's asking me to put it back on the market I don't know what's next plus we have a baby coming you know all the stuff (laughs) it's wild and you're having the baby at home and i'm having the baby at home which we're getting ready for that and so it's like it's a lot Mm -hmm. but it's been so awesome because it's like the same thing you know when you're in a place of complete surrender even when it's hard you can just come to god and be like okay this is what i'm feeling you know like help me deal with that like okay i'm having a really hard time right now trusting with your plan because I'm like, I need, I need a place to have a baby, yeah. you know, and my sister, you know, they have a couple rental properties and they're empty right now. She's like, don't worry, like worst case, we'll just, you know, have <laughs> like in one of the empty houses. And yeah. I'm like, don't tell me that. That is so sad. <laughs> like here we are birth pool yeah. and an empty house and I'm giving, Sheltered. yeah, I'm like, okay, that is so sad. But if that's what's going to have to happen, I guess it yeah. is what it is. But so far, it looks like we're having the baby here. And, you know, it's just been a season of transition, you know, like getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. Mentally, mm-hmm. physically, Yeah, because you're going from four to five. Yes. Not not to be a Debbie Downer, man, but four to five was pretty hard for me. <laughs> Jeff keeps telling me that. I'm like, please don't tell me this. No, yeah. but, you know, it's been interesting because I feel like with even kids, like, I feel like... 
knowing that like there's a transition coming and we're having another baby added to the family like even with the kids like I've noticed that we had to really put some structures and boundaries with the kids Mm -hmm. which has been awesome I'm not gonna lie because I feel like sometimes you know like when you have good kids it's very easy to parent you know, but sometimes it's kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's kind of like just, you know, things are just flowing and there isn't much like, okay, structure and yeah. discipline and, you know, all the, all these things. So it's easy to kind of let things go. Mm-hmm. But I feel like God has, has really been preparing me and the kids. So it's been, it's been a season of stretching in the parenting department, mm-hmm. especially with like the little ones. Yeah. Um, but it's been awesome because God has been really teaching me and them like structure, boundaries, mm-hmm. discipline, things like that. And so um, and just, you know, giving me different strategies with each child, you know, yeah. because there is a different age. You know, William is going to be three. Alec is five. You know, Aaliyah's going to be eight. Michael just turned 10. So um, and each kid is like at that age where they need different things. Yeah. You know, like Michael, he needs more, more of just one-on-one mm-hmm. just talking you know he needs that kind is similar she's mm-hmm. there you know alec <laughs> needs more discipline he's the five-year-old <laughs> and william it needs twice the discipline that alec <laughs> that alec needs yeah so it's been really fun but you know it's it's been so good like i have really been seeing the the difference in them because again their structure there is repetition there is you know all these things because i know that once the baby's here yeah if i don't get those things in order it's gonna be hard on all of us you know so yeah so we're kind of been in that you know that season of transition ourselves and i feel like probably a lot of people are yeah yeah and then we're going into you know getting ready for fall Mm -hmm. which is a whole other transition you know we homeschool and so I'm at the point now where I'm like oh um I probably should order <laughs> curriculum yeah. you know I had a friend reach out and she's like hey what cur- what curriculum do you use for you know homeschooling I'm like uh here's a list you yeah. know because it yeah. just depends on the subject and yeah. stuff but yeah it's um it'll be fun mm-hmm. it'll be fall will be fun we have soccer football we have three in soccer yeah one's in college College soccer. Yeah. And then Gio's trying football. And I'm like. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Talk about sports on top of it all. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's awesome. It's, I, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for fall. And. And then for church. Yes. We went through some transitions. So oh, we yeah. took a four week break mm-hmm. um, from the building. So, yeah. you know, I like to make that very clear <laughs> that we took a four week break yeah. from the building for meeting every Sunday. So our church is. Um, you know, it's not a mega church. And mm-hmm. so usually the people that are serving are serving in some capacity mm-hmm. every Sunday. And we, you know, when God tells you something, like he kind of tells you multiple times, you know, yeah. and we kind of kept getting this feeling of like, I think we need to take a break. But I was like, I don't know how that, you know, could actually work. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you take a break from church? <laughs> it just, I couldn't comprehend. And then we were visiting a friend's church and, um, I overheard them talking, and she was saying, oh, yeah, they're taking four weeks off the building. And I was like, what? Like, because that's what we had been feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I still, I was fighting it because I'm like, how do you take time off? You know, like, what about the new people? What about people yeah. that are like, 
wanting to go to church, you know? And so I remember just sitting down and I was, you know, me and my husband and Pastor Clyde were all kind of praying about it. And I remember sitting down and asking God, like, that was my biggest question was, well, because one of the things I was like, okay, you know, I can kind of see like us taking a four week break, but then, cause it's like yeah. normal, right? Like a sabbatical is what they call it. But then I was like, well, what about the team? Like the team puts in just as much work. I mean, okay. Yeah. We have other things that we have to figure out and decide, mm-hmm. but there, you guys are still putting in work, you know? And so I was like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why wouldn't we all take a break? And so then I asked God, I said, okay, well, what about the new people? What about people that, you know, are wanting to come on a Sunday? And he told me, he said, who said that church had to be in the building on a Sunday? That's right. Right? So if you have someone, so let's say you have someone that wants mm-hmm. to go to church, then you can invite them into your home yeah, and have church. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not stopping people yeah. from church. Right? We're stopping people from the Sunday, what you would probably consider church, but that doesn't mean that. We're not still having events. We're not still bringing people into our homes. And so he kind of created this plan. And when I say this happened within like 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, literally. It was 48 yeah. hours. And so um, he just started, you know, creating this plan of people, you know, so we asked the team like, hey, when do you want to open your home? And all these. And so then we get done and I'm just laughing because I'm like, we have more events and opportunities now in the next four weeks mm-hmm. than if we were just to have church on Sunday. I literally thought about that. Yeah. So I'm like, God, literally, you're so good. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. knew, you know, and then we're creating this deeper community and yet not having to worry about mm-hmm. the logistical side of a Sunday. Yeah. You know, which I don't I people may not necessarily realize how much goes into that, you know. Yeah. So. Anyhow. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and I not knowing that God was telling you guys to right. do that. Yes. Um, they were out of town and Jenna asked me if I would preach. And you guys literally I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to preach about? Yeah. I got the sermon done the night before and then like an hour Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Because I just like I I had my thing that yeah. <laughs> that I wanted to preach about, but I was like, it kept like, no, 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 no. Yeah. He kept telling me to do, you know, to talk about this. And I didn't tell you about any, anything Nothing. that God was, starting, was like Nothing. stirring in us. Yeah. Nothing. And so then I'm like, and I just kept fighting. I'm like, this is the most boring <laughs> sermon ever. And it was all about creating community. Like we were created for community. Mm-hmm. And so the Sunday, the Sunday off I woke up and I just felt, I'm like, okay, this is, this is the one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I preached and it resonated with everybody. I remember seeing everyone's like, dude, that was such a fire word. I mean, they're texting us like it was such a fire word. So then I think it was the next day or whatever when I had some time, I was like, what did you preach about? Like, (laughs) I got to know. So then you send me the text. And at that point, we had already talked with each other kind of about, is this something we're wanting to do? We need to pray about it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, I just I just felt the stirring. Like we, you know, so something that I read when I was preparing for, for the sermon, this guy said, rows are good, but circles are better. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. You know, because, you know, when we sit in church, we see somebody's back of their head, right? And then we see the pastor. But when we sit in circles, it's like you can't hide. Mm-hmm. You see everybody... Mm-hmm. You see what they're going through. You see their, yeah. you know, like you see the person, you know. Yeah. 
And so, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been really cool. It's been really cool to see that. Yeah. And, and then I just kept having dreams. Did I tell you about that part? Mm -hmm. So like for probably two weeks leading up to this, to that sermon, mm -hmm. every single night I found myself in some sort of a community event, like whether it was like a ministry event, yeah. uh, ch like a church. Um, I even at one point was in the woods, like, and it was some sort of event. Mm -hmm. And every single night, and at, in each dream, it was like different things we were doing. One was a ministry event, so it's like you're ministering. The other one, you're like, literally, I was fighting off demonic stuff. Yeah. Um, other ones were just like fun things, you know. So like leading up to the sermon, I kept having dreams where I'm in some sort of community thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so then I asked, I asked the Holy Spirit, I'm like, what, like, what are you trying to tell me, you know? And it was, like, we need to have communities, like, that is what people want. And he just showed, like, there will be a community where it's, like, people are just looking to have, like, they just need connection, they just need yeah. friends. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to come to a place where it's, like, they want to feel what it's like to be a part of a family. Yeah. Some maybe need prayer. Mm -hmm. Some maybe just want to be in a place of worship, you know, like mm -hmm. all these different things. So it was just so cool. That's so funny because yeah. our events are all like, they're all different. Like all different. So we had prayer and worship yeah. at your house on Tuesday, yeah. which was fire. Mm -hmm. And then we had, which here's the thing though, is we had people come that wouldn't typically come on a Sunday. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. And then, you know, we had like a men's breakfast. Mm -hmm. which is just you're gonna go eat breakfast yeah right but you're still building community yes and so yeah that's so cool yeah so that was that was kind of how you know just leading up to that so mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i think that's that's a i i love when you told me at first i was like hysterically laughing because <laughs> i'm like what do you what do you mean we're not gonna have church for a month <laughs> like what is that gonna look like you know yeah. and i think that a lot of people like change is hard it is yeah you know and just acknowledging that mm -hmm. but i also think that change is so beautiful yeah and i know like when we even when we announced it at church mm -hmm. um i told them i said it's gonna mess with a lot of people it's yeah. gonna mess with your mind yeah right because you think like it's like church is a sunday and mm -hmm. i show up at the same time and i come and sit in this seat mm -hmm. and i know that there's going to be this many worship songs yeah. and then i know that you're going <laughs> to preach for this amount of time and then we're done and then i'm gonna go eat lunch yeah like that's what we do mm -hmm. you know and so i and i knew like that didn't bother me. like getting rid of that didn't bother me yeah. at all um but i i couldn't figure out the why mm -hmm. and that's what was bothering me with god and so it wasn't until we made the decision and oh, then wow. he was like, okay, now now I'm going to start talking to you about why. You know, I knew it was like, okay, well, in my, you know, what I was getting was, okay, it's it's going to give us some time to rest. But here's the thing is I didn't feel like I needed rest at that point. We had already had the crazy busy June, mm -hmm, July, mm -hmm. which is the, that was the busiest for us. Yeah. So the weekend that you preached, we were moving trend and it was like, well, after this, it's going to be pretty easy like yeah. we're gonna be here like all you know the craziness of the busyness yeah. was done so I was like well I don't really need rest like <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean like it yeah, didn't yeah it didn't make sense to me like it's time to take a break mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. if you had told me that a month ago God I would have <laughs> been like heck yeah you know <laughs> yes please that makes sense <laughs> you know so it wasn't even that I felt like we were going to be too busy yeah 
that we need to take a break. So that's where it was like something isn't, you're not telling me everything, God. <laughs> that's where it was, you know. And then when we sat down and I started seeing like, oh, I'm actually seeing these events happening. Like, okay, so we're going to open homes, which is what we always preach about. Yeah. We always preach about exactly, that the church yeah. isn't just a building. Mm-hmm. We always talk about going out, you know, and making community and bringing people into your homes, yet are we doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, so then when he started challenging us, I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me tell you how much we are creatures of habit. William is three mm-hmm. and he on Sunday. <laughs> okay. First of all, so he poor thing. This was our last Sunday in the building. He got a pink eye. Yeah. So he couldn't go. Jenna, he cried for an hour because he wanted to go to church mm-hmm. with Papa. It was so sad. Yeah. And then today, this like cause it's well, Saturday, uh-huh. he saw that Michael was home. So in his mind, it's Sunday. Okay. So he's like, are we going to church? Are we going to church? I'm like, no, we're not going to have church for a couple of weeks, yeah. you know? But even he's so little and it's yeah. like, it's a habit, right? right? And so it just makes me think like when, when we have to interrupt, mm-hmm. when, we, when we have to like, when something is interrupted in our life, again, I feel like it, it opens up our mind to, to the possibility of what else is possible because yeah. we're so mm-hmm. used to like, Hey, well, every Sunday, yeah, ten forty-five church, like you yeah. said, you know, it's like it's this habit of doing things. But when we actually break, yeah, the like we break, it's not it's not that we're breaking a habit, but we are breaking, like we're our life our gets norm. interrupted. Yes, yeah. our norm gets gets yeah. gets interrupted. Then we're like, okay, there's a possibility for so much more that God wants to do, you know. And right. I think for our team, for our church. It's so awesome because we get to see, oh my gosh, like we can do so much more than just a Sunday. Yes. And that's, you know? that's the thing we've already, I mean, the testimonies yeah. are already coming in, Yeah, you know, the stories, because our other thing was like, you know, so like for you guys, you know, like for William, it's like, even for my kids, like we did this, it was like, they're so used to Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, yeah, but we actually can have church right here. And so we had all the families take communion cups. Yeah. And so we have our communion on the table and now we're you know we're taking communion together when my Mm -hmm. son got sick my youngest you know he's seven and he got super super sick so we were praying over him yeah you know same kind of thing and then he started getting better and then he woke up one of the mornings and he his throat was hurting again and so his first thing he said was he goes I'm gonna go take communion because I know it's gonna make me feel better wow and so I kind of stopped him at first I kind of like laugh like (laughs) go for it you know and then I was like hey I said why and he said because it's Jesus's blood <laughs> he runs downstairs you know and I'm like that's it you yeah. know because we get to have these conversations with them now can we have those and go to church on Sundays yes yeah. but there wasn't there was something that wasn't in our minds mm-hmm. allowing us to do both yeah. yeah you know what I mean yeah so yeah it's it's been pretty cool yeah that's awesome well do we have anything else we want to add I don't think so. We're at, we're at 30 minutes, which is good, but I guess just know, you know, if you're going through change, Mm -hmm. we get how hard it can be. (laughs) We get that there's probably lots of emotions that you're going Mm -hmm. through. Um, but always lean on God, listen to his voice and follow his direction, Mm -hmm. I think would be kind of how I would sum it up because may not make sense to you in the moment. Yeah. You know, but if you know that, you know, that God's telling you, to do something or asking you to change something or you know that you're, you know, you might be going through change and not even because you're choosing to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's because you're married or 
family situation, you know, things come up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we have to trust mm-hmm. God and know that he has a better plan. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Awesome. Well, I think we'll just ask you to like our video, mm-hmm. subscribe to our channel, and just share with your friends and family if you found this yeah. to be encouraging. And we will be back. Yeah. Comment. Oh, yes. I think you can comment, right? Yeah. Yeah. We like to hear yes. from you guys. So if something spoke mm-hmm. to you or... I mean, if you want to be mean, you can shoot me a message. That's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, if something spoke to you and, yeah. you know, you're like, hey, you know what? This, thank you for sharing that. That mm-hmm. helps us, encourages us to know, like, yeah. okay, we're actually bringing value because we don't want to just have a podcast just to talk. Yeah. Because we do that plenty. We- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We would love for you to stay connected. You can follow us on Instagram at Arena Capitula and Jana Arnunas. We would be so honored to have you subscribe to our YouTube channel at OK! Let's Talk About It. And if you enjoyed this, please share so your friends and family can also feel empowered. Thank you for your support, and we will talk to you soon.